Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Couch Critics. I'm Dakota. And I'm Cosmic, and I'm scared shitless today, folks. <laughs> yes, because we are doing a creepy episode, and I am so excited. Cosmic is not. I don't know how you're excited or why you're excited. Like, I don't understand why people do this to themselves. Okay, I literally was up at one in the morning. I was shitting my pants just from re looking for scary stories. And then I had sleep paralysis last night, which I haven't had sleep paralysis in years. I had it so bad. It was so fucking creepy because one of the stories I read was about the old hag syndrome. Do you know about this? No. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a that is a Victor. Like every time we start the podcast, Victor dies. I, I don't know. He can like sense it, or like no, okay, he, he like can sense when I'm overstimulated and starts doing that. I just want to like throw everything out the window. I'm like, you're down. You're gonna live on the street. Like I can't do That's this right so now. So funny. Okay, what is uh, but, old hag syndrome? Well, I like found a whole story about it because I was, I don't know, I guess there was like a long period of time where people were thinking they were being abducted, but it was really just sleep paralysis. And so I think I got lost in a thread about that. And then someone, it's an official syndrome and I'll read the story later. But I was like, thank God, because I've always had sleep paralysis, but I was like, thank God I don't have old hag syndrome because that fucking shit is scary. But last night it like came to me or it wasn't old hag syndrome, but like my mind was so fucked up from all the shit I read though. Literally in my sleep paralysis, my fiance next to me was like, like trying to pull me out of the paralysis. And it was, no, I'm telling you Dakota, like, I'm so scared. And, um, yeah. And so like the only thing, and this is the crazy thing is I'm not religious at all, but the only thing that's ever broken me out of sleep paralysis, have you had it before? Just before I, yeah, I've had it twice twice it's the worst thing ever right like oh, fully do you feel that sense of like doom like do you feel like someone's there with you uh the first time i fully thought well like okay should i just go into my stories because i feel like the two times that i've had it so they've been really unique but the first time okay. i had it when i was super young and i fully woke up in the middle of the night and i was like freaking out because i couldn't move and i fully saw someone like walking towards me Full body chills right now. But yeah, I no, fully Dakota, saw I literally like... just got chills too. See, this is why I'm <laughs> looking around. <laughs> I know. I'm like ready to shut the door behind me. I'm like, absolutely not. Um, I'm shaging my house after this. Oh my God. I saw someone I have sage, sage the left. corn dog. And it was so funny. Was so it sorry. on fire? Yeah. <laughs> it was on okay. fire? And it was just like steaming because it was so hot. So it was like steaming. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> me. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, I fully saw someone like come towards me and I just remember like my little kid brain was like pull the covers over your head. So I finally like mustered up the strength to do that. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm just gonna run to my mom. And then I like finally snapped myself out of it and ran. And then the more recent one was like probably a few years ago. And I had like a super vivid nightmare. And then I woke mm -hmm. up from the nightmare. And apparently, like in the nightmare, I was getting electrocuted, and I woke Oof. up feeling like I was getting electrocuted. It was the trippiest thing ever. I was like, oh my god, I'm, I literally was like violently shaking. Like, I damn near almost like seizure type thing, where I was like oh violently shaking, and then I couldn't move, and like that was terrifying. But I didn't feel like a presence. I just literally couldn't move, and that was terrifying enough. Okay. So. That, I mean, that is absolutely terrifying. For some reason, there's always a presence for me. There's always a someone's watching me or coming to get me. And I'm not religious anymore, but I was raised very religious. My grandpa is still a pastor, like he runs a church. And so what I started recently doing, because it used to be so bad. It was weirdly when I was using drugs, I would get sleep paralysis or get paralysis every single night so it's weird and i haven't so that's why i'm saying i haven't had it in a long time but i read these fucking stories and of course then i have it but anyway mm -hmm. the only thing that ever works and this is i know it's cheesy to say because i'm not religious but seriously i say the name jesus christ and mm -hmm. immediately every time like a light from my heart pushes out the energy the spirit that's in the room with me and i immediately come out of my sleep paralysis every single time i'm talking probably 50 times and it's so it's so weird because i'm not religious but like how do you explain that it, it feels so it feels so all-encompassing when you're in sleep paralysis you feel like you have mm -hmm. no control no safety and so to have that just i guess i want to tell you if you ever need to get out of sleep paralysis it's always worked for me 
Ugh, it's so scary. It's so scary. I um I guess the crappy thing about me is I don't dream. I only have nightmares and they're super super vivid and like when I have them I always wake up and Ugh. I'm like terrified. Um, and I usually can't go back to sleep until like I've calmed down. So what I do, and I'm not religious, wasn't raised raised religious. I don't know anything about religion, like almost at all. But mm-hmm. I always like say in my head, I'm like, I call on Archangel Michael to protect me right mm-hmm. now, and that always like calms me down. Um, so I, I guess I guess I do some some like religious thing. Yeah, do I love Archangel Michael? I used to have like a yeah like a card of his on my like altar and stuff because yeah i feel Mm -hmm. like there's a very powerful like light energy that comes from that and even the name jesus christ or what he represents the light it could not it it could be the same thing with archangel michael it's just like bringing in the light in those situations Mm -hmm. like really helps um but anyway so i was fucked up last night just from finding like the three (laughs) stories that i did find so i just wanted to tell you i'm not okay and i am gonna be alone for the next couple of nights so i'm just that's all well i mean i don't know i live alone so i guess i just get used You're to like, like getting scared up, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get it together um but i i will say like when you first live alone and like i don't know there's i go through like phases of getting freaked out by everything and every little mm-hmm. noise i'm like absolutely not like i need to sage i need to like i don't know shove a rose quartz up my ass like <laughs> i get so scared but Lately, I've been, like, really chill and not, like, super, like, like a feral cat with, like, all of its fur sticking up. So <laughs> I think – I don't know. This might set another phase in in motion where I'm, like, so scared of everything. But I don't know. I've been, like, really reasoning away, like, anything spooky. Like, for example, today, I always – I have two, like, doors that open in my laundry room and – they're always shut, uh, especially because I'm scared my cat's going to, like, get behind the dryer or something. So mm-hmm. I always have them shut. And I woke up this morning, like, super early. And I walk out and, like, one of the doors is fully open. And, like, the laundry basket's, like, knocked on its side. And I fully was, like, okay. And just, like, put everything back and, like, shut the door. And then I had to go because, okay, I also – I need my props because I finally set up an appointment to get my window sealed fixed. So, major props yeah so major I had to do props that. and then it came back and it was fucking open again and i was like nope and i just shut it and i was like not none of my business and oh. then as i was making my pets food i look away look back it's open again no and i'm like okay mm, not happening and then i shut it and then i think honestly if i'm gonna reason that away i think it's my cat that's like sticking her paws under and just like opening it because she's just a menace like that but yeah i've just you know what i don't have i I refuse to do anything (laughs) but i will say that room's always freaked me out because there's access to the attic through my laundry room and i always thought that was weird because i live in an apartment like why is there access to the root like to the how big could that attic be exactly and it's like yeah it's just odd and i've always like have you heard the stories of like people like secretly living in other people's houses yeah so i always like why does that that. scare me so much like i don't know like i hate paranormal stories too but those stories of people like secretly living with you Mm -hmm. for some reason that really fucking scares me too oh that's terrifying but i think i'm good just because i'm so hyper observant (laughs) about like all my things oh yeah and like i feel like the reason they get caught is because they eat all the food or like stuff like that (laughs) And, like, I, there's no food in my fucking house, so they're starving. So <laughs> They're, like, waiting for your wiener schnitzel DoorDash order. <laughs> oh, literally. Um, she's, she's been good this week. She hasn't been ordering. What are we going to do? <laughs> no, literally. Okay, I'm going to literally okay, shut the door because I'm scared. Yeah, shut it. I don't know why you even started this with the door open. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so we're going to do a scary episode. This is how much I love Dakota that I'm doing this because traditionally – I don't ever watch scary movies. I don't allow any conversations about scary stuff ever. I can't. Even the the podcast that we both love and listen to, I skip the Halloween episodes of that. That's Gosh. how. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm honored, and I will say that like, I don't know. I'm getting freaked out now, but for Good. just for you, oh. I did pick not paranormal stories. 
I picked creepy stories, but they're not paranormal. Okay, I like that. So I did pick a couple paranormals, but I also picked some palate cleansers, which are just like very short, unpopular opinions, like just in case we need to break it up and something to talk about. Um, Some like very short Reddit things that I want to talk about that are interesting. So if you need a palate cleanser, just say palate cleanser. I saved like five of them. So if you don't mind, that is my one request of this scary No, I need that. I'm so glad you did that. Okay, I was like, this is so should go first. Well, first, I want to ask you about any paranormal experiences you've had or scary experiences you've had. Um, gosh, okay. I have a few. Um, I, I, yeah, I have a lot. I don't know. Like, I have a story about my dog and like a creepy house that I lived in. I have a story about. I used a Ouija board. Never again. Um, yeah, I know. Why I would you that do one. that? I was young and I was also drunk, so. Well, that's even more Just dangerous, scary. I feel like. No, I actually, we did it as funny as it is. Like we, I, okay, so I'll tell that story. So I was at like a house party and like my friends that were Moroccan, like they're, they were straight from Morocco. They were over and um the older one had a Ouija board and he was like, can we play? And I was, and he had like all the candles and everything to do it like properly if you're going to do it. And I was like, you know, like I was drunk. I don't know. I would never do it now. And I refuse to be around them now, but, um, good. Yeah. I was like, okay, like if we're going to do it, if we're going to really be here, like we are going to do this properly. So he busted out all the candles and we like did a little like, you know, seance, whatever. So and sorry. no you're fine i have like a panic attack legit <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry um no but like so we like do it whatever and we i don't know what we connected with and like i don't know it said it was like a 15 year old girl her name was anna and like i don't know she like it didn't really answer any questions that we had and i remember it kept saying that like she needed help but then, like, we couldn't help her. And, like, I remember I Googled the house How and stuff. How old were you? I'm sorry. I was probably, like, 17. Um, 17 or 18. Um, and, yeah, so uh, nothing really trippy happened. I remember that, like, I forced everyone to say goodbye properly. And, like, I guess the That's one good. creepy thing. And, like, I don't even want to say the name, but there was, like. Yeah. There was, like, a a movie going around about, like, Ouija boards and, like, all those, like, dark things. And, like, I remember Mm -hmm. there's, like – I don't even want to say the name, but there's, like, a presence that comes through Ouija boards that has a repeating name like that. Mm -hmm. So not Anna, but it'll be two two letters repeating. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, oh, we might have been talking to that and not Anna. So, I don't know, but I'm glad I said it, like, properly and everything. Like, I'm glad we said goodbye and all that. Like, doing it respectfully, you mean? Yeah, I was, like, beyond respectful. I was, like, I'm I'm gonna be the best cookie I can ever be right now because... Yeah. Absolutely not. I've always been so confused on why that's even a game. Like, Hasbro makes that. Like, the people who make fucking, like, Monopoly. I don't Mm -hmm. understand why that's a thing. Like, I don't think it should be. I think, like, too many people fall into it who are young. Like, you you know. And Mm -hmm. I just don't think that that's anything you fuck around with at all. And I I did the same when I was younger, obviously. I had scary experiences with that. But I'm just like, why is that even a fucking thing that we're mass producing and, like, putting out into the world? I will say that, like, I think in witchcraft, it could be really useful. And if you're doing it properly and, like, you know what you're connecting with. If you're very in tune spiritually, I think that that can be a good way to become a medium for that type of stuff and contact Mm -hmm. like someone that you want to contact. But when you're young and you're not knowledgeable about those things, you're just setting yourself up for the worst things ever. Um, And I, I like, I tell my fiance all the time, like, make sure to like get a medium. Like if I pass before you like, come say hi, like, you know, I want to like be talked to do I'm gonna be so bored. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it can be a positive thing. But I think unfortunately, a lot of like, 
it just opens the doorways. Like you don't mess around with that. And yeah. maybe, and honestly, I envy the people who don't believe in this stuff at all. I really do. I yeah, really, really do. Then you're like, what are you scared of? <laughs> They're not. Dying They're alone. like, they basically say like the people who are total non-believers, like my fiance, for example, he doesn't believe in ghosts. He doesn't believe in anything like that. He legit is like, everything can be reasoned. Like basically the way you handle that laundry situation, every single thing can be reasoned. And I wish I could do that, but I fucking can't. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wish I could be like that. I truly do. Um, but I just, I can't, I think that also in order to like be spiritual and like believe in like karma and like everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason, you kind of have to open yourself up to the darker yes. aspects of that as well. Um, same with like any religion. I feel like it's, if you believe in angels, you have to yes. believe in the opposite. Um, you're so right. It's like a so, dual edged sword. Yeah, fully. Um, cause so, if you're open to that, mm -hmm. then like you said, and, and also, but this is what pisses me off about my fiance too, is he, there are certain things he believes in, like those scary movies. I don't want to, okay, like the P word is like, you cannot say it in my house. The D word, the S word. I hope you understand what I'm saying. The P word? P-O-S-S-E-S-S. -S -S -S, like that, oh. that shit is, you know, but I'm like, if you believe in that, if you believe that stuff can happen, you can't you don't you need to also believe that there's a light side you know what i mean like my oh, brain yeah. just okay so i'm like yeah, come on yeah if you believe in positive you have to believe in negative and vice versa and vice uh, versa yeah do you want to share a scary story <laughs> i don't i don't really like have like many that are like traumatic thank goodness um mm -hmm. the scariest stories i have are actual like real humans um mm -hmm. but i've told that one a million times on my I twitch and you to you but um well just like the one where i was being chased and stalked but i will say like i grew up so <laughs> no big deal <laughs> no big deal <laughs> um so when we moved to, we moved to like a very spiritual place when i was like 10 years old very like rich energy there and a lot of stories um that go very far back um anyway so we moved into this house and it was very cheap and we, you know, my family is five people large. So basically, you know, we're all just trying to figure out our way in this like weird, creepy house. And every morning at four, I think it was four or five, like every single morning when we all woke up, came out to the living room, what the fuck was that? Every single morning we had the knock and things kind of started to like go from there. Um, but the, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> at first it was really scary. What? Oh, no, okay. I'm typically not a little bitch, but like, <laughs> I'm very scared right now. I no, just Dakota, I'm scared. But though, this is actually like a really wholesome story um, because the energy was really positive. At first, we didn't know, but it was a very maternal energy. There was mm -hmm. a man there too. So basically, when we looked through the basement, it was a man and a woman, and they, um, like, the woman died, and then the husband died shortly after of like heartbreak or something. So it's sad. But the woman was the one who was with me the most. And so I would mm -hmm. feel, you know, when someone sits like on the edge of the bed and they just like sit, I felt that a lot of early mornings. Yeah. And there was sometimes that I was like hungry and then like a box of mac and cheese would fall out. I honestly felt so weirdly like safe with her energy, but downstairs was where he was. And that was a more negative energy. Um, but so that was, that was definitely, and there was more like specific scary stuff that I won't tell you about because you're scared. But um it was definitely the house like all the neighborhood kids were like the haunted house like it, we lived in the haunted house and like it was a very interesting experience for sure and that's why I can't deny this shit when I hear other people's stories because I'm like I know what it's like to have grown-ass adults be like I don't know what that was and like I don't know what to tell you you got, just got to go back to sleep like yeah I saw um, it too or I felt it too like fuck. yeah we can't we're just gonna ignore um <laughs> That is really wholesome, and I love that. It's really, really sweet, the, the mac and cheese thing, and you felt her presence. <laughs> and I, and that's another reason, like, I believe. It's just, like, sometimes I feel presences, too, or maybe I'm delusional and need to touch, like, all the grass in the world. But, like, I do feel some, like, positive energies as well. Yes. So that's why, again, like, I can believe in the negative as well. And, like, I think also I'm just kind of – predisposed to like believing in a lot of this because my mm -hmm. mom is like fully like um like I think she's a medium I don't think she's ever like really really yeah like I don't think she's ever like fully said that 
herself but there's just like some really creepy shit that she's able to predict um like for example like a story that my mom always tells me and told me growing up is that um in college my mom um had a vision of a little girl in a pink dress getting lowered into a casket and she was holding a white bunny like over her chest and she was this was a dream or a vision like in like she was in class and fully got a vision and it was this little girl and then um once she got out of the vision she turned to the woman next to her and she's like hey I'm, i'm really sorry um but do you know a little girl by this name and the lady just burst into tears and she's like oh my god that's my daughter and my mom was like well was she buried in like a pink dress with like a white bunny rabbit over her chest and the woman was like yes she she just passed a few months ago her burial was like last week or whatever and my mom was like well i want you to know that she loves you and she misses you and she's gonna be okay and the lady just was like sobbing like crazy and my mom just like has so many experiences like that um Mm -hmm. where she just gets visions of like things like that and like is able to comfort people um and she's just yeah she's just very in tune with that stuff and she she's always told me too she's like you have that ability and i'm like absolutely not shutting it down i don't want to see shit Mm -hmm. i want my third eye to be removed (laughs) okay no literally that's amazing (laughs) about your mom that is incredible um so i i guess so I I don't have that exact same situation, but I've had a lot of dreams and I've since closed myself off to it. I don't know if I've told you about that before, but like I used to get like very specific messages and I, it it's a lot to carry, like for your mom to give that to that woman, it's a lot for her to feel guilt, you know, I guess for trudging that stuff up sometimes. And so like, there was a lot of instances within the family that I was getting messages for and um I've cut myself off it's probably been like 3 years since I've had any messages to give anyone and I honestly just like I'm happily cut off I don't it's a lot of responsibility it's a lot of like I don't know how to explain it it's just like a very a lot of energy so I completely believe because my grandma was the one who said that she thought that I had the same things that she had mm-hmm. and so I think it it could absolutely be that. And that's why you and I both are like predisposed to like feeling that energy too. Like, you know, you, I don't know, some people just, yeah, aren't like tapped in. And so that would make sense if you're tapped in again to the light and those experiences, you're going to unfortunately be tapped into the other stuff too and be aware. Yeah, fully. And like my mom said the same thing. She's like, once she had enough experiences like that, she refuses to tell me the dark ones um, because she doesn't want to oh freak God. me out. But she said she had to like cut herself off from it too because it was just too much to handle. Um, but more recently, she has been like trying to tap back into it. And like, it's just, it's really weird when I hang out with her because she'll be like, oh, grandpa uh, was in the car with me while I was on my way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude- She's literally a medium. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. How did it? Oh, my God. No, well, because mine's so different. Mine's only in dreams. And that's why mm-hmm. I take my dreams so seriously because my dreams have always been messengers for me. And so mm-hmm. anytime I have a scary dream, it scares the fuck out of me. But the fact that people are just driving and like, oh, yeah, he's in, like that. That shit blows my mind. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to know. And she's like, no. I, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I smelled his cigarettes. Um, He was just watching. He just wanted to come with me to see you. And I was just like, that's really sweet. I'm like, okay. Um, Whoa. But I will say, so like there was a point in my life where I was like, okay, I want these abilities too. And I think that like I just – I started opening opening myself up to a lot more of it. And this is like a really long story, so I do apologize. But I think it's kind of interesting. So I was really getting into my spirituality. I was like just really trying to like – connect you know with like Mm -hmm. the spiritual world and all of that and I started doing like just a lot of journaling and like meditation and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. it was um back when the paradise fires happened in California um so like a few years ago but it was like it was pretty bad and Mm -hmm. uh my parents actually left for a week um so I was home alone for this entire week where I was like really getting (gasps) spiritual and stuff that's fine I'll shut up um (laughs) um but so my parents were actually vacationing in paradise 
oh during God. that time. So I wasn't able to contact them or talk to them like at all. And it was getting really freaky because I think they left on like a Thursday and they're like, okay, we're going to be back on Monday. Like, we'll see you then. And I was like, okay. And I knew they were camping so they wouldn't have service. And then the fire started and I was like, I need to know where you guys are. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like freaking out. Um, But basically that entire time they were gone, I was getting like just really creepy vibes like being at my house and it was an older house Mm -hmm. um but I remember one time I was alone like while they were gone and like disappeared and I was like energy was already really high for me because I'm like where the fuck are my parents like I they could yeah um they could be trapped in a fire or something like Mm -hmm. I was just really freaked out and Mm -hmm. um I remember one day I was just like it was in the middle of the day too I fully heard like heavy man boots i lived in the basement above me Bitch. and it was like bang 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 Bitch. bang like someone like oh walking God. across uh okay the i'm kitchen. literally i'm in a basement right now so watch your mouth <laughs> okay i'm so sorry and then i don't know if it was the same day or not but then the tv turned on by itself upstairs and i never use that tv um so for it and like my pets were with me like victor's always touched my hips so i knew it wasn't like the pets jumping on the remote or whatever so the tv like fully turned on by itself and i like walked upstairs and i was like absolutely not we're turning that off and <laughs> return to cinder yeah return no thank you and i also remember that during this time i took a shower and i always wore my like evil eye necklace in the shower like i never refused to take it off because like that shit happened like I was like, nope, I need, I need this right now. And I remember I was taking a shower and I was washing my hair. So all my hair was like up or like I was putting conditioner in, I'm pretty sure. So all my, all my hair was just like this. There was nothing in the back and I fully felt my necklace go from here. And then it just went like that. And I was like, I immediately was like, I'm getting out of the shower now. So, like, I fully got out of the shower. I was like, mm-mm, fuck no. And that's when I was, like, calling on, like, you know, Archangel Michael and everything. And I was just like, nope, mm-mm, 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 mm Because I always – I want to explain it away so I don't freak myself out, you know? Because then once I'm freaked out, there's no going back down for me. I'm, like, in the corner shivering, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay. And then I remember during this time as well, I – lit a candle to just set the vibes you know calm down I don't know if candles for me are such a calm down like thing mm-hmm. so I remember I was I lit a candle and it was probably like an hour into burning this candle all of a sudden the flame like gets super super tall and Jesus. then it's just straight black smoke going straight up into the <laughs> air for like five minutes and I filmed it what does that and mean I feel like that can't mean something good I was like okay we're just gonna I fully turned I fully blew out that candle. And then of course Victor was like on high alert as well. Um really? so he was like I'm... barking at nothing and like if I don't know if anyone knows anything about Victor, but he does not bark ever unless there's people. So the fact that he was just like on high alert, growling at corners in the room, barking at nothing, he would like Fuck stare that shit. at the stairs and like bark. And it oh, seriously hell fucking no. It seriously got to the point where I was like, I was on FaceTime with my friends like all the time because I was just scared. I remember I invited my best friend over. I was like, please spend the night. Like, I'm terrified. Um, Fuck. And like, through all of that, I was also trying to like find out where my parents were. So, to kind of finish, that was all the creepy things. But to finish, wait, that they still, story, you, they like, were missing. That- they were Jesus. still missing. So, I was like, why fully couldn't alone. they text? Like, they couldn't, they didn't have service. Because they were, like, camping in the forest. Okay. So, um, but, like, I figured they knew about the fires and everything. So I ended up having to, like, call my aunt and I filed a missing persons report for them. And um, basically, like, I think it was, like, three days after they were supposed to be home, I get a text at 5 in the morning from them being, like, we're okay. We're on our way home. And they just showed back up. Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, that is so scary. How did you not leave with lead with that? That's like a legit fucking scary. Sh- I think yeah. That well, I thought I it did. It was too scary. It, yeah, I don't know. I think I thought I said something, but yeah. So I they were fully missing for like a week, 
and I was home alone getting just like terrified every single night. Um, I would be shitting my pants, dude. I don't know how you did that. I think that was just a crazy time too because um, I lived literally behind my house was a refinery, like an oil refinery. And um, 30 minutes away, a oil refinery exploded like during this time too. And the fires started like surrounding my house because it was such a dry season. And so like there's helicopters and the fire. It was just like I fully was like, I'm done. If this is what life is, I don't want to do it anymore. But yeah, I don't blame that was you. one of my scary stories. Yeah. So then after that, you said like you closed yourself off basically and you were like, I don't want that energy. Oh, yeah. Because I felt yeah. like I was just getting like I didn't like it. I was like, I don't know if this is just a malicious spirit trying to mess with me because they know I'm trying to like become more spiritual and become mm-hmm. more in tune with my spirituality. But I was like, after that, I was like, I don't want this anymore. And I like fully stopped being spiritual for like two years after that because mm-hmm. the necklace thing like really sent me over the edge just because – and I'm yeah. sure I can explain it away. But like just with how my necklace moved and I fully thought that like my evil eye necklace would protect me and for it to like mess with my necklace like that, I was like, this is this is not okay. Um, that is not okay and yeah it's it that is super scary and i'm so sorry that you went through that seriously because um i'm proud of you for continuing on with your life after experiencing that because fuck like that's the thing like at for such for what a pussy i am i've only had experiences with like really positive spirits you know and so like i can only imagine feeling that energy and like i mean i felt it before um like there was an airbnb that we stayed at for a collab you weren't there um but okay i yeah, rude. <laughs> that was like the worst fucking collab ever. The one you weren't. It was the one like the summer. The do you know the one I'm talking about? Was this the one where <laughs> like my mind slept in the same room because yes. they were so scared? Yes, and like people were making fun of those girls, but literally, and I didn't say anything because I was like, well, I don't want you guys to make fun of me too. But I felt like the entire time I was at that collab, like if I was if I was just oops, sitting here on my phone, I felt like. Like I felt like something over my shoulder at all fucking times. It was so scary. And I that's why I completely understood. But there was one, there was one model who like didn't give a fuck. She literally slept in the basement all the way down this long ass creepy shining hallway. Like she was so unbothered. She like woke up in the morning. She's like, How was your guys' night? And we all were like, (laughs) it was so fucking scary. And you know what's what was scary too about that collab is um all of a sudden at like five or four, maybe three in the morning, I got a ping on my MacBook and it was like, your MacBook is now being tracked, your address. And it was like saying that someone had my MacBook address and like my MacBook was being tracked. And like, it was literally all of it was just so wrong. No, it you. was terrifying. That's scary. That's really scary. Wait. Oh, no. I heard something. That's okay. No. Do we want it's to talk or I'm so scared already. It's not even funny. Wait, I actually have okay, so I'm far removed. I don't I'm not in this state anymore, so I can say it. Okay. But like the um I had a creepy experience in Hawaii. Like um Hawaii has the most creepy energy. Well absolutely not. Like that's why I swear no one like talks about how creepy Hawaii actually is. They just talk about how beautiful it is, which it's so beautiful, but the land and the, the just land, the culture, they, it's so yeah. rich with just scary. It, I feel like there's a lot of like angry energy too oh, because of fully. what happened there. And so like there's an, it's not, I think that's what it is. Like maybe honestly, it's as rich as anywhere else in terms of spirit, but like the level of anger and pain that these native Hawaiians went through, that mm-hmm. is what you feel. That is why everyone has yes. those scary stories because they are fucking pissed as they should be. Mm-hmm. But so yes, please, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, no, Hawaii is like actually very scary, um, but it's just so gorgeous. Um, but I've I, had some shit happen in Hawaii with me as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, I will say that's the first time I've like really been freaked out because I. So basically, where I where were you? Honolulu. Honolulu. Okay, were you in a hotel? I'm sorry, I'm like trying to. Let me like, story. Pick. So okay. I was visiting my friend because my one of my best friends went to uh, the college there. And if you know anything about those dorms, they're old as fuck. And yeah. they are not well kept like whatsoever. Um, 
But so basically I went and I was hanging out in a dorm room with like all my friends I went to high school with and like some new people. And mm-hmm. um, it was like thunderstorming pretty bad. And uh, every time that it would thunderstorm, the power would go out in the dorm rooms. So it was pitch black in these dorm rooms. And we were like, okay, let's start sharing scary stories. So we were like, perfect. Yeah. We were like, this is such a vibe right now. So we're sharing (laughs) scary stories. And then we were like, how about we play hide and seek in the storm room? Um, Because it was kind of big. It was like, it had a kitchen, it had a bathroom, it had two bedrooms. So like, you know, it was like basically an apartment. Um, So we were like playing hide and seek and, um, It was my turn to seek and every round someone would hide in the bathroom. So that was obviously the first place I was going to go because I was like, I'm not going to seek alone. I'm scared. I just remembered this story, but yes, you need to continue telling it. Holy shit. So my hair was up in a bun um, and that's very important. So I go to the bathroom and I start feeling all the walls of the bathroom so I can like find somebody and I felt hair go over my arm and I was like, oh, it's Kat, like my my friend that was there with me. So I'm like, oh, Kat, I caught you. And then there's nothing, no no response, nothing. And I'm like, <gasps> and I was standing like right in the doorway. It's like a fucking tiny <sighs> ass bathroom, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, Kat, like I, Kat, like I caught you. And there's no response. I'm like, hello? I'm that dumb bitch in the horror movie that goes, hello. Literally? I'm literally that, I'm going to die first. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, Hello? And then I realized, like, I quickly felt all the walls again. Nothing. I was like, absolutely not. So I ran out of that bathroom and I quickly found everybody else. And I was like, absolutely not. So that was like the first time, like, that really freaked me out because I was like, I fully fucking felt hair on my arm. And it wasn't my hair because that shit was up in a bun and there was no one in that bathroom. And I asked once I caught everybody, I was like, was there anybody in the bathroom? And they were like, no, we didn't hide in the bathroom. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh, Great. oh fucking no oh my god no that's so scary yeah i there honestly there's so many hawaii stories that are flashing through my head there's some there's just the scariest shit ever that happens there and it's the not talked stalkers. about enough the, the night stalkers. I, that's so weird that you say that because i that's almost what i said the story um i was talking about it with my friend from hawaii on thanksgiving she came over mm-hmm. and we were just talking about if we've had experience with menahunes, which is what they call them there, um, that are basically the night stalkers. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I've actually had like a very specific and intense experience with that. So I was staying up at this, um, it's up country basically. So it's like in the boonies and, um, I was staying home alone. I was house sitting. I was like trying to make money. And I had heard about Menahunes and Night Stalkers and I had never experienced them. I honestly thought they were just like an old wives tale. Mm-hmm. But the energy of like where I was up at was very intense. And I remember just feeling that, knowing that you become accustomed to it if you're there enough where you're just like, this is a very emotionally charged area, very spiritually charged area. It's just yeah. like a, it's, it's so interesting. It's so hard to des- describe the energy of the island unless you're there. You can it so is. just feel feel like the richness if that makes sense but yeah for anyone that doesn't know night stalkers is basically it's like warriors right they're old Mm -hmm. warriors um that stalk through the night i mean yeah yeah so go on um i i need to refresh my memory on if there's like an actual thing that they're trying to do to the people who they're um you know doing stuff to i because i forget that part but i I just remember do you know I think I remember if I remember correctly, you just have to be super respectful and not look at them. But they're I think they're it's like a revengeful type of thing where they're just like trying to um do the right thing. Like um get the get the white people that did Well, the they things. came for the white girl. <laughs> they were like, Yes, we found yeah. her. And seriously, I was in this like shack too. Like it was, you mm-hmm. know, just a crappy, um, crappily built little room that I was staying in it was like a literally a pallet was like the the distance between my head and this so it was a loud drum like literally yeah, you hear the drums it they was stalk through the night and they start with the drums and you can hear the cheering and like yeah okay yes. sorry yes no but like I had always heard that as mm-hmm. like what happens but like to actually have it happen right here and I was just in bed and I had like the people I was house sitting for had like five dogs. And so they were all like looking, they fucking heard it too. It was not just mm-hmm. me doom, doom, and it got a lot louder and it felt like it was literally on the other side of the door. And I think I was just 
praying or, you know, I was just sitting there. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what I did, but, and then slowly <laughs> it started to back away and then it left, but like, it was the scariest shit ever. And I was like, wait, those aren't just like scary stories. Like there's, they're actually real. Like mm-hmm. it was fucking terrifying. And that, yeah, there's again, like, I totally understand. <laughs> You're like, we found a white woman. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we found her. We're going to scare the shit out of her. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to, you're supposed to turn off all the lights and pretend you aren't home and you can't look at them. Like that's the whole well, thing. Okay. That's perfect. Cause the light, yeah. Cause the light, I did turn the light off and I made no sound and I was just like praying to myself and mm-hmm. you know, but it was, the way fucking, I would it was grab loud. all the dogs. So I was like, you're mine no like ooh. they were all like They're... senile dogs too like shitting their pants so it was like a whole thing like how sitting for this was it was like a stressful experience but like for them to look i was like okay this is not like this is real you know mm-hmm. and yeah so the energy there is like very intense yeah, yeah. if you've been to hawaii please let us know and let us know if you can feel that and energy it- too again it's that parallel where there's some places that you go that are just incredible you're awestruck you feel love and joy and all that stuff but then there's also the the other side of the coin the flip side of it just being so creepy yeah Mm -hmm. literally there's places so i do have a like story that's like fetishy oh okay perfect yeah let me look it's fetishy and scary yeah i'm let me find it Oh my gosh, that's so weird. Okay, yeah. You and I don't know if these are true stories or not. Gosh, I hope I can find it. What's it from? Do you remember? It's r slash no sleep. Oh god. Um, not, I hate that so much. Gosh, okay. Is it going to be a pain in my butt cheeks? I think I might have to read it on the rep. Don't show me this again. Come on. <laughs> Let me exit out. You and app. Gosh, am I going to have to look it up? You might. I'm going to cry. Okay. Do you want me to read one? Yeah, go ahead and read one while I'm able to pull this up. I don't. How are you able to like get it to just go right to the app? I just saved the links on my notes app. Is that what you do? Yeah, that's what I did. But it's telling hmm. me I have to open the app and then go over here and do all this. Like, why is it such a pain for me? Okay, I honestly don't know if I want to read the old hag one just because of my experience last night. I'm like, I don't want... Do we need okay, a power um, cleanser already? I was going to say we might. I'll read this one. It's not that scary, but it was... I thought it... It, it was scaring me last night when I woke up at 1 a.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so it said, I had awesome parents who let me sleep in the living room on weekend nights when I was very young because my sister was a light sleeper and I could stay up until dawn. But of course, I always end up sleeping on the couch because Nick at night made me tired. So one night I wake up to the prickly feeling like an instinct, just bolted into a sitting position and stared out the front window. We lived in rural Georgia, so you can imagine the magnitude of trees. In perfect light cast from the moon, I see a silhouette of someone in this fucking tree. The family dog dashes to the window and is snarling into the glass. Terrified, I run into my parents' room and try to explain to my parents that there's a strange person outside. Dad grabs something defensive and darts outside with the dogs to beat the wax off the hothead. I tremble in mama's arms until dad comes home and says he saw no one in to go to bed. I decide to sleep in my regular bedroom. I fill in my sister as to what happened. Dad is making regular rounds in the house with a cup of coffee. We're all still and I finally think I can sleep. Nope. I notice the man outside my window. From what I can see in the moonlight, he gives me a signal and runs away. Just turns around to run a straight line away. I couldn't stop crying for what felt like hours. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. Um, I love that everyone in this story took it seriously. I was literally this healed me. Imagine your dad walking around with coffee. Go to sleep. We we got this. We're we're, like, it's okay. Kidding me? I would have loved that. (laughs) No, I love that. Yeah, I would have loved that. Um, but that is so scary. I would not have slept in my own room. But also, it said they were in the tree. It no, it said or they got there was a lot of trees and the moonlight casted through, and that's how they saw them. Oh yeah, it was in the tree. Yeah. Okay, motherfucker. What the fuck are you doing in a tree? What are you doing in a tree? I think. See, and that's why I think now that I'm okay, like, fuck. I'm not in it. But like looking at it from an outside perspective, I'm like, that's funny. What are you doing in a tree? <laughs> what are you doing like, in a tree? 
But, like, if that was me, I probably would have shot myself and, like... It makes me wonder if, like, if this was a real person or whatever, if he knew because she says she always slept in the living room, like, you know, if this was, like, a stalker situation. I don't know. Yeah, I I would. I definitely would have been, like, everyone's sleeping in my room tonight. We're gonna... Literally, slumber party. <laughs> slumber party, Fuck. we are not doing this. That is really creepy, though. Yeah. The fact that it turned so around, ran a straight line, the sh... Bitch. I'm thinking of Get Out. I'm screaming. You know that moment where he's just, like, running in a straight yeah. line? That's what I was imagining. <laughs> just, like, turned around and like... <laughs> Mood. Okay. Uh, I just... Yeah, seriously. Oh, creepy. Okay. <laughs> I have a long one. Um, oh, no. And I don't know if it's real or not, but it sounds... It's cool and it's fetishy, so... Period. Okay. Uh, I don't want to read the title. I just kind of want to dive in. But oh, this was posted three days ago on r slash no sleep. Okay. When I was younger, I found a fetish porn site called don'twakethem.com. This was around 2010, 2011, when I was 13. You may be wondering why a 13-year-old was on a site like that. Well, I had unrestricted internet access, and I was a weird kid. Sue me. Honestly, mood. I was like that, too. Um, <laughs> the site was very web 1.0 with a black background and the site's title at the top of the page. Everything was written in Comic Sans. Well, that's just awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to lighten the mood as we keep going. Thank um, you. The site had pictures of people, usually women, sleeping with their sleeper's name under each image. Uh, now, I assume this was a fetish site because a lot of people shown were wearing clothes. Some were naked, sure, but it wasn't out. It wasn't in an outright sexual way. It was more like they were just sleeping in the nude. Uh, I think the thing people were supposed to get off to was the sleeping. The pictures, from what I remember, were taken in the sleeper's bedroom. The room was dark, but you could still see the sleeper because the photographer used flash. Not sure if that woke the person up since the only pictures posted were, were those with the subject was sleeping. I remember checking out the site a couple of times, mainly to skip to the pictures of the naked women. Listen, when you're 13 and horny, tits are tits, okay? Uh, I, however, I didn't visit too often since the general vibe of it creeped me out. It felt voyeuristic in a way that made my skin crawl. I ended up finding new places to get my jollies and forgot about the site for years. I eventually weaned myself off of the prepubescent porn addiction, though not before getting a monster of a virus on the family computer, and instead focused on trying to get a girlfriend and possibly, like, you know, normal teenage boy shit. Anyways, sure. fast forward to a couple days ago, I was listening to a podcast advertised Casper mattresses, which somehow reminded me of don'twakethem.com. A bunch of old memories popped into my head and I decided to look it up. The site doesn't exist anymore, instead taking you to a page listing similarly named sites. On a lark, I decided to put the URL into the Wayback Machine and go back to 2011. Oh the familiar God. black background in the Comic Sans text popped up along with a ton of images of sleeping people. It was as weird as I remember. However, I noticed something this time that I had in over a decade ago. All the bedrooms looked different. Now, that may not sound like much, but the site appeared to specialize in very low-budget fetish porn. That means a lot. Uh, these productions tend to reuse the same sets, uh, which are usually just someone's apartment. Here, though, every bedroom looked different. The walls were painted a different color depending on the image. Some bedrooms had windows while others didn't. And none of the bedrooms had furniture arranged in the same way. Maybe it was just a bunch of people doing this independently in the same style. They take their picture send it, and send it here. That seemed like the most logical and least creepy explanation. Nor morbidly fascinated by the site, I kept scrolling through it. There were dozens upon dozens of people sleeping, all taking in a weirdly voyeuristic way. I noticed there seemed to be images of teens and children sleeping too. They were clothed and it still felt creepy as hell. As I was scrolling, I came across a picture of a kid who had the same Spider-Man bedsheet I did as a kid. Actually, the kid had the same posters in his bedroom that I did and the same little figure on his nightstand that I did. With growing dread, I looked at the name under the image. It was mine. Okay. What? What the actual it, fuck? It had this, names? Yeah, it had names underneath the pictures. It had their names. Um, how did this site have a picture of me? It didn't look like a picture my family took. It was the same style of every other image on this site with the same camera flash. 
I looked through some sort of email or contract on the site, but found nothing. I went ahead a bit on the Wayback Machine, hoping that maybe another site would list it later on. The site only lasted till 2014, where it kept updating with new images, um, but there was no contact info. Going back before 2011 didn't turn up anything either. I tried Googling the site to see if someone had ever talked about it and basically found nothing. It's like no one else knew about this site. I wasn't sure what else to do or where to even discuss something like this. I decided I decided to try putting this weird site out of my head and hope I'd make sense of it in the morning. The next morning, after a pretty light sleep, I checked the site back on the Wayback Machine again. However, the site was no longer archived there. According to the Wayback Machine, someone requested the site to be removed. How the hell what, was the website taken down because I looked at it? How would someone even know that? Unless maybe I didn't see the title, the site. Maybe I imagined it or mixed it up with a dream. Not sure how I'd do that, but at the moment it seemed like the best explanation. I mean... It's not like there's any proof that any of this existed outside of my head, right? I went about my day trying and failing to put this entire thing out of my head. I put on some headphones and listened to a podcast to help with my sleep. I had nightmares of camera flashes. That brings me to this morning. I saw that I had gotten an email from someone going by Sleepyhead. Just oh the name made my stomach drop. Taking a deep breath, I opened the email. The only thing the email contained was a picture of me while taken while I slept with the same signature uh, camera flash. What really freaked me out was that in the picture, I was wearing those same headphones I wore last night. Why would you do this to me? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? See, and that would just never happen to me because I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> I was just going to say, the only thing that's making this not send me is, like, imagine them, like, walking in to take a picture of me, and I'm, like, my danger with my earplugs, and they're, like, we're good on this one. Let's go to the next house. <laughs> no, literally. Oh, my God. oh, gosh. I just think the idea of, like, someone sneaking into the bedroom and, like, taking pictures of you while you're sleeping, absolutely not. Like, that's it's so, so creepy. scary. I mean, like, and the whole sleeping thing has been confusing to me like that as a fetish that's been confusing to me for a while and I feel like you know it's always kind of scared me I guess and so like to hear this like there come on like there's a level of like a huge level of non-consensual with people that are sleeping and so like I don't know if I'm kink shaming but like I just I feel like this is so scary and I've always been afraid of like sleeping stuff yeah um because that's like that's some a fetish you can't even do on OF like you can't do sleeping yeah. stuff on there um but yeah oh I think gosh. just the idea of like someone taking photos of you or doing anything in your most vulnerable state is so terrifying I mean obviously that story was fake but it was really well written and very spooky I totally and, fucking like, believed it <laughs> oh <laughs> I think no sleep you don't have to have a true story um it's but wow well that's it, honestly that could be a movie i would watch that I, yeah that's creepy or i um, wouldn't <laughs> that does remind me though of like a real thing that happened where um it was definitely like probably over a decade ago now but there was there was a i don't know if it was by dell or something but there was a laptop with that came with like a built-in web camera and it was really easy to hack into that webcam and there was a website dedicated to live streams of people's webcams and obviously it got taken down but Fuck. there it was like a full it wasn't even on the dark web nothing like that it was fully just like a website with live streams of this specific camera oh webcam that everybody had and it got to the point where like i'm pretty sure the the computer company had to like release a statement being like if you have this webcam like please just block throw it, it. Away. like oh. if, if you <laughs> throw the whole thing away but, <laughs> but like hide it like put like a like a piece of tape over it or something jesus um, because it was just I, no, so easy i would literally throw it away i don't care like no they're gonna be listening to the audio i've heard that story but with baby monitors which is even more fucking terrifying and scary and i've heard stories of of like them talking to kids and them trying to get the kids to like you know 
I don't know, trust this voice on the baby monitor. Like that's what's so scary. And like the more technology that like infiltrates our life, watches our babies while we sleep, watches us while we sleep. Like there are people out there as fake as that no sleep story is, you know, there's someone out there who's probably that good at tracking what the fuck kind of traffic their website is getting, finding that person. Like you, that's, that's like a real thing. I feel like. Oh yeah. Like uh, I think that it scares me and like the joke of like an FBI agent, my FBI agent stalking me is probably like so bored, like through your webcam. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just think that's also scary. And but that's at the so same scary. time, like they're not finding anything interesting with me. So that does. That's what I, that's what feel I feel better. like. I want them to use that, like, if they, they can spy on me all they want, but like use it to like find people, you know, like use it to like, I don't know. <laughs> find someone bad that's doing something terrible um like find these fucking people yeah please jesus Um, that was gnarly yeah okay can we do a palate cleanser you need a palate cleanser yes i do i don't like the judgment in your tone no i'm so sorry so sorry you need a palate palate. cleanser okay (laughs) do you remember that voice that voice (laughs) sorry that voice clip of me when you came here and it was like mom (laughs) Oh, <laughs> gravel voice! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh my god! Okay, that is so bad. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is an unpopular opinion that we can discuss. People who film public sex porn should be charged with public indecency. This is on unpopular opinion. Should oh. be charged with public indecency and have to register as sex offenders it's pretty weird to me that people take videos of themselves fucking in a grocery store or any public place but it's not just weird it's illegal yet no one bats an eye if a cop were to catch them they would be arrested they film this and post this and still don't see consequences let's discuss (laughs) i haven't seen that actually but i'm not doubting that it happens it does Uh, happen yeah well i guess the closest thing i've seen to that is like when people like flash their titties in a costco and um someone films it and they post it to like what's that subreddit where it's like public something well there's but, a lot of different ones <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel about it i think like if no one sees i don't know maybe what'd you say if no one sees it then but like the chances of you getting caught and like i don't know i yeah i do think you should register as a sex offender because i mean period children <gasps> I know. I mean, like, that's the thing is I don't, I don't, no one's called me out for this, but like, I used to do like a lot of public content and I haven't done it in probably like over a year now because Mm -hmm. of like this exact issue. I don't know. It just got to be, well, I feel like I was working with people who had no consideration for who they were around. And like, even when I do come walks, like I literally do it at like four in the morning, I'm giving away like my whole secret sauce, but I'll do it like four in the morning, like negative 10 outside, no one's on the street. You know, like Mm -hmm. I literally, I am like very cautious, but like i think after so long of seeing public content being like i don't care who sees you know um i don't know let's bring let's bring back shame let's bring i mean like seriously and and (laughs) i always think about it that way like imagine if you were walking around with your child in a costco and you turn the corner and that's what they see and like not everyone is respectful and looking around and making sure that there's not people like i said and so I have not done public content and I, I don't know that I feel that strongly about it, but I completely understand like the message there of just like, yeah, I feel like because we're in it, we have a different perspective of it, but from an outside point of view of like, yeah, you're in Costco and you see someone's tits, like that would fucking be wrong. That would be so wrong. And like, you don't I, want that. That's not consensual. Also, it's not right? consensual at all. No, no. Okay. It's public indecency. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I do agree. I think that sure it's a fetish and sure you might be into it, but you're not being considerate of like your surroundings whatsoever. And like, I think that maybe being in the industry, like it gets so normalized and you see it all the time that like you think Mm -hmm. it's fine, but like you're not it's not okay like no yeah no Mm -hmm. i totally agree and like honestly as big as those subreddits are that i used to post to with public flashing like my business was not affected at all by me stopping to do that so it's like i don't you know maybe i'm just like lucky and that maybe that wasn't ever a big part of my whatever but like i'm just like is it seriously worth it like you could potentially like 
traumatize someone for their entire life. You know what I mean? For you to get like some upvotes. I don't know. I just, I have such a distaste for it now because I know too much. I think I know how disrespectful people can be about it. They do not care. They don't care. Oh yeah. And like, like every time I've taken public content, it's been like literally in the middle of the forest or like on a beach where there's nobody. Yeah. And like, even then I'm terrified and that's the thing, even with feet, like, you know, that's so, but even still, I'm nervous with doing foot stuff, but it's like, you know, they could just be barefoot. They don't know what they're seeing. You literally fucking yourself with a dildo in a furniture store. They're going to know what they're seeing. I mean, that's not yeah. just, oh, she took her shoes off. Maybe she had a rock in her foot or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, like you can explain away a foot, but still like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I get really like embarrassed if someone were to like see me with my feet out like I don't know I'm just like you don't know what I'm doing or maybe they do yeah. and it's like even worse even exactly worse if you know what I'm doing um, and that- even still I'm like they didn't ask for that you know even yeah. just feet they didn't ask for that yeah they didn't want to like what if they hate feet okay like yeah. let's not do that what if they hate titties <laughs> but seriously <laughs> yeah. it's like it's it's just inconsiderate and like sure it's hot whatever but like I think that there's a time and a place to whip out some tits and it's not mm-hmm. like in a in a grocery store. It's not in like an O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yeah. Um so okay. yeah. But that does remind me of like a uh I don't know if you've seen sex education on Netflix, but like mm-hmm. there was that it's like obviously fake, but I'm sure there's similar stories about this girl that literally became traumatized because this man was like jerking off on a public bus and he was like oh staring God. directly at her and like jerking off. And like, she became like so traumatized that she like refused to go on public transportation. And like, oh. she had a lot of blame for herself. She was just like, it's my fault. Like mm-hmm. that he, you know, did that. And it was just like, it reminds me of that. Like it can't traumatize people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I 100%. Mean, yeah, I know that's an unpopular opinion to even talk about since we are in like this industry. But I think it's, a, you know, I've seen other creators start to open up and say this about it. And so I felt like we could discuss it and share opinions about it. Yeah, I think that sure. Like, I think in the off chance of like, the only time that that would be okay is if you were like married to the owner of the grocery store and it was like he <laughs> opened the grocery store up in the middle of the night and that could be your public content like faking that would that. be so smart that would be okay yeah, fake, like, it. fake your public content then you're chilling that's the thing is i feel like i have an issue with like people who do it in front of someone which i've seen this there's a lot of subreddits where they require you to do it in front of someone and it's like again so you are making your content off of someone who didn't consent to be a part of this and it's like you're exploiting these strangers and their shock and and fear about it or their excitement about it, whatever it might be. But mm-hmm. they didn't fucking ask to be in a porn thing on Reddit forever. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, that invades their consent to- fully because now it's like my face is on a subreddit like. And I didn't consent seen, to that. I like, know. And and yeah. like I and I feel really bad about the content I've done where there is people that are in the background. It's like, can you fucking imagine being like yeah, my face is now associated. Like, we are choosing to do porn, so, like, our mm-hmm. face is going to be on a porn. But, like, fucking filming random people in Walmart, like, I don't know. I just yeah. – I guess I needed to talk about this because I don't know why I'm so heated about it. No, and I'm fully <laughs> here for it because that is – it's true. Like, their face will forever be attached to that, like, video. And, like, yeah, sure, we can say, oh, well, like, they'll probably never see it or, like, no one will ever see it or recognize them. But I think it also can be dangerous to do public content as a someone in porn because it's like mm-hmm. you do public content. Now I know where you are. Mm-hmm. I literally and I'll say it again. I literally you think you're safe. You're not because I am crazy. And I, you know, do you know where this is going? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you think you're safe. You think you're safe just because you you're on an Airbnb. I am insane and had a little fun one day and there was a collab and I wasn't I wasn't invited I don't speak to any of the girls that went for funsies I wanted to see how easy it would be to find where they were I found it in five seconds I knew their exact location in five (laughs) five minutes I think it took me five minutes right to find it was so it was so fast it was was so fast I know exactly where they are I know exactly what city they're in. Took me five minutes. And that 
I honestly, I'm very happy that I did that because again, I had like no background information about these models. I had no idea where they were going because again, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, like you like to pick a city where no one lives. Um, well, we, and we were looking at Instagrams too, and we were watching the airports they were posting at, like not mm-hmm. to give away trade secrets. I'm just saying like uh, these things that you think mean nothing when you're posting them actually are huge pieces of the puzzle of how people can put it together and find you and yeah it so took, we had it took one airport and it took four pictures of their background for me to figure out exactly what airbnb they were in so i think psa you think you're you think you're being sly and you might post it a little later than when you were actually there i found mm-hmm. you <laughs> and i didn't I, even want to really find you i know that's the thing like i feel like we were being silly about it we were like oh my mm-hmm. god like da, da, da. and then it was there and then even when we found it we're like no and we kept looking through we're like oh my fucking god like literally here's the background like here's the garden outside like mm-hmm. it was the house it was the fucking house and it's yeah. so scary how easy that stuff is to find and that's why you definitely have to be careful with public content too um mm-hmm. is you're giving away so much more of that piece of the puzzle i guess of like your oh, surroundings. Yeah. yeah. Like now I think, but I'm glad I did it because now I understand like how easy it is to actually find out where the fuck somebody is. But it taught um, me a lesson too. Yeah. It taught me such a lesson. Like I'm so thankful I did that because I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. I'm not know, posting until th- I'm not there. <laughs> I don't, I never thought about that kind of stuff ever before. And now I do because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just so ditzy. I assume everyone is. No. No. no people not are everyone. fucking... Yeah, like me too, though, because I was like, I was like, no way, like someone's going to recognize this exact plant. I did. And I didn't even care to find it. And I found it. So like, yeah, Yeah. little PSA to any of the models out there, like, please be smarter than you think you need to be. Like, seriously. Um, it's and it's sad if you want to share things like when i go to disneyland for example literally the whole time me and my sister were there save story save story save story a week once i get home okay we can post our story now i know that sucks but like mm-hmm. trust me trust someone's me. gonna be at disneyland who yeah, just happens well, to be following you yeah because <laughs> didn't you literally get recognized at disneyland it yeah at every theme park i've been to that's why i said we need to do that this way and mm-hmm. so just be careful. And that's even somewhere I don't, you know, that I'm not close to. But if mm-hmm. I'm, if you're physically in the building, I don't think you should be posting stories mm-hmm. till you leave the building. But even still, yeah. it's dangerous. That's why every time I'm at the airport, I literally take like a picture of my forehead and I'm like, at the airport. <laughs> and I put a little airplane and that's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. Picture of my forehead or the ground. But I feel like, again, like, if I just searched up airport carpets, I could find out exactly what no, airport literally I'm in. you could. You uh, could. It's, it's, so it's actually scary how easy it is to find somebody, like, if you really wanted to. And that's, again, yeah. like, why I put it in such a different perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but so actually, I found a lot of my creepy stories off the, like, let's not meet again or, like, our let's not meet. I've so, never like, heard of this. Oh, it's, it's so cool. I um, So if you post there, it does have to be a true story. Um, but basically it's, can I ask something? Yeah. Do we want to stop this episode or do we want it to be long? Let's let's stop it. Okay. We're going to stop this episode. Fuck this episode. (laughs) We're moving on. Um, (laughs) did we even read a scary story? We did. We talked about scary shit. Yeah. We, we talked about our own scary stories and everything. Okay. Well, we're going to do a part two. God, we can fucking talk. That was, I feel like I have so much to talk about still. I know, me too. Okay, well, we're going to go to part two. Thank you for listening. And yeah, we love you guys. Okay, bye. Bye. Do you have to pee?